Monday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you on this Monday. Hope you're doing great today. Thank the Lord for you tuning in, taking time this morning. Let's study the Word of God together and let's open our Bible to John chapter number three. We've been looking at the Gospel of John the last few weeks and we're now in chapter number three. And we're going to look at verse 14. We're going to reread verse 14 and look just for a few moments this morning in verse 15 as well, Lord willing. And I hope it'll be a help to you today as we're looking here in John chapter 3. We know and realize that it is a conversation that is recorded here between Jesus, the Son of God, and a man by the name of Nicodemus. Nicodemus was a Pharisee. He was a ruler of the Jews. He was a very prominent and important man, and he was a powerful man in the Jewish society. As we study about him, we find many fascinating things about Nicodemus. And as I look at the conversation that Jesus had with Nicodemus, and we realize that Je Jesus is very long-suffering even with religious people who are lost people, amen, and there are many religious people that have never been born again, and Jesus is even merciful unto them. Those type people are some of the very hardest to reach with the gospel. Jesus is giving the doctrine of being born again. And I'm glad, thank God, I am born again. I'm not ashamed to say that. The news media, I remember years ago, they would talk about people who said they were born again. Being a born again Christian. And they would use that phrase and it was almost as a... A scolding that they would use, and I, I was—I uh, remember that very much, and how that they uh, took that phrase and they used it uh, to almost to poke fun at those of us who are saved by the grace of God. But if you're saved, you've been born again, and that is a phrase that we shouldn't ever be ashamed of. But nevertheless, as we look in verse number 14 and verse 15, and let's read it again together today. The Bible says, and Jesus said, 
unto Nicodemus in verse 14, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. Notice there's a colon there, and it connects verse 14 with verse 15. The Bible says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now, that's life everlasting. And I'm glad of that. How do you receive life everlasting? Well, you put your faith and your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and in what he did for you at Calvary. We found out Friday as we studied the word of God as Jesus in verse 14 related the story from the Old Testament chapter Numbers chapter 21 about the story of the serpent of brass and how the children of Israel had been smitten by those fiery serpents and they were dying and they ran to Moses and Moses and they implored him to go to God and Moses went to God and God told Moses to make a a fiery serpent out of brass and put it on a pole and lift it up. And when the people would look to that, that fiery serpent made of brass upon a pole, that they would live when they were bitten by these fiery serpents. And it's interesting that Jesus uses that as a type of him going to Calvary and us seeing that very plain in the Old Testament. It's a picture of what Jesus accomplished on Calvary. And then Jesus said in verse number 15 that whosoever believeth in, notice the phrase, in him should not perish, and I love this, but have eternal life. And I'm glad, thank God, that it is by believing. Faith is believing. And in order to receive forgiveness of sins, we must believe. And I'm glad that it's not just for a certain group of people. Jesus came to the Jews. He was born in the, in, as a Jew, and he lived as a Jew, and he uh, gave the gospel first to the Jews, and then, thank God, to the Gentiles as well. But the Bible says in verse number 15, this was Jesus' plan all along. For the gospel is for whosoever will. It's not just to the Jews. It's not just to uh, to, to a certain group of people, but it is to all men, whosoever will. Makes no difference who you are, makes no difference what nation you're from, makes no difference what skin color you are. I'm glad, thank God, that salvation is for whosoever will. And as I read verse number 15, the Bible says that whosoever believeth in him. And let me just say this, in his death, and in his burial, and in his resurrection, that you believe that he's the Son of God. Not only just that he lived and died, but he is God in the flesh, and that God in the flesh took your sin upon him, upon the cross, and you believing in him and trusting him that he will give you forgiveness, and you ask him, and then you receive it, and then, my friend, if you do that and repent of your sins and tell God you're sorry, and you should be sorry for your sins, and ask the Lord to save you, he will save you, and he will forgive you. And notice this, and the Bible says that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. The Bible tells us that 
sinners who die lost in their sins go to that awful place called hell. Hell is not prepared for God's people. It's not prepared for man at all. But yet men go there and it is prepared for the devil and his angels. But yet unregenerate, unborn again men, sinful men who die in the condition of being sinful, they go to hell and there's where they're going to stay till the judgment day and then they'll be cast into the lake of fire for all eternity. But it's not God's will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. What a good news that we have to, do, to give today is that God offers full and complete forgiveness of sin. He offers a pardon to whosoever will, whosoever will receive it. You can have salvation, and that is in Jesus Christ. Can I say it this way? According to the book of Acts, chapter number 4, and verse number 12, Peter was preaching, and he gave a great sermon that day, and he said these words, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. There is only one Savior, only one Lamb of God, only one Son of God, who came to this world. His name is Jesus he lived a perfect life, and on Calvary, he took your place, died for your sins, loves you, wants to save you, is willing to forgive you, and all you have to do is have faith to believe, and you can receive. Trust the Lord today. That would be my encouragement on this Monday morning. If you don't know Jesus, just trust him and believe him. And fall on your face and repent of your sins and ask for forgiveness and you can have it today. He offers it to whosoever will. You're going to live eternally someplace, either heaven or hell. You're going to live one or the other. And I want to tell you, God wants you to go to heaven and so do we. Amen. And I love you today. I appreciate you turning, tuning in this morning. The Bible says in Psalms 118 verse 24, this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Can I tell you to rejoice is a choice. And if you're saved by the grace of God, you have something to rejoice about. Knowing your sins are forgiven. Knowing that you're on your way to heaven. Knowing that Jesus is alive and well. And he's God's only son. And he loves you today. Well, one of these days is going to be worth it all. I trust that you know Jesus. It's, it's a rejoicing day today. Let's rejoice in the good things of God. The good news of God is that Jesus saves. Amen. Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. I'll leave you with that thought again today. You must be born again. May God bless you today. Lord willing, we'll be back on Tuesday morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie bidding you a wonderful Monday. May God bless you as our prayer. Bye-bye. Hey.
faithful day. He said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me, for I am the one. I am the Oh